G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Winning is everything. At least that's what everyone seems to think. But sometimes the more we win, the emptier it all feels. Somehow winning isn't all it's cracked up to be. Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond and welcome again to the program as we take a look at victory from a different perspective. One of the things that we're all pretty much conditioned to do in life is to come first. Now, we all can't come first at everything, right? But it's pretty natural to want to be first, to be the best looking, to be the brightest, to be the most articulate, the fastest runner, the best football player. Even when we think we have things under control in our lives, that competitive spirit thing inside each one of us just wants to win. An argument, a situation, some minor conflict at work or at home, we want to have the final say. We want to assert our view, our way, our need, our whatever it happens to be. To be blunt, we just want to win. But sometimes winning comes at a very high price. Let's face it, if I'm going to live out my destiny, if I'm going to be the me I was meant to be, and if I'm going to live the life I was meant to live, then surely I have to win at things, right? I mean, it stands to reason, doesn't it? But there are just a few problems with this. I have to be first thing. I mean, for starters... You can't always be first. If everyone was always first, by definition, none of us would ever be first. Because winning, coming first, means that others have to come second, third, fourth, and last. And it sets up this thing where we become our own little demigods. And the moment things don't work out, the moment we don't come first, we throw a little tantrum, or or a big tantrum, for that matter. To tell you the truth, that's how I used to live. I expected everybody else to bow down and scrape to me. And if they didn't, I'd get upset. I'd roll over the top of them. I'd feel offended and annoyed and disappointed. Because from as early as I can remember, I've been programmed to win, to get the recognition, to win the prize. And it turned out that all that stuff was robbing me of my destiny. It was robbing me of being the me I was meant to be and living the life I was made to live. I was this little tin pot god on my own little tin pot throne and I discovered it wasn't much fun up there or or down there or wherever it was, especially when you're surrounded by other people with exactly the same world view. The paradox is that being first doesn't work. We need to let that sink in for a moment. The view that you or I are always meant to come first simply doesn't work. Jesus and his disciples were travelling and the disciples were having this argument behind his back about which one of them was the greatest. You know that Muhammad Ali syndrome, I am the greatest. And when they came to Capernaum, they went inside the house and Jesus said to them, so uh, what were you guys arguing about out there on the road? But they kept quiet because on the way they'd been arguing about who was the greatest. In effect, who would come first? There's nothing new here under the sun. This nonsense of wanting to win is as old as the hills. And sitting down, Jesus called the 12 of them over and he said, Look, if any of you wants to be first, you actually have to be the very last and the servant of all. 
And he took a little child and had him stand among them. And taking this kid in his arms, he said to the disciples, it's all about welcoming one of these little children. Don't you love that? They have this argument, you know, about who's the greatest. Now, I don't think for one minute that Peter was saying, you know, I think John's the greatest. No, no. Peter was probably thinking, I'm the greatest. And John was probably thinking, no, no, I'm the greatest. And these guys were playing a power game. Which one of us is on the top of the heap? And when Jesus said, what were you guys arguing about? They kept quiet. They didn't want him to know. Why? Because they knew it was such a stupid argument. They knew it, and we know it, but it still doesn't seem to stop us playing the power game. At work, in our neighbourhood, or a community group, in our families, amongst our so-called friends. This idea that if anyone wants to be first, he must be the very last and the servant of all. It's a really profound notion. Just 17 little words and everything we've learned and believed about winning gets turned completely on its head. In that one statement, Jesus puts his finger on one of the deepest maladies on this planet. It was way back 2,000 years ago and it still is today. Think about it. Who are the people who come first in your estimation? Who are the people whom you treasure in your heart? I know who they are. They're the very ones who have sacrificed the most for you, aren't they? Those people are the ones that you and I hold dearest in our hearts. The ones who loved us when we were tough to love. The ones who put up with us when we were difficult to put up with. The ones who were there for us when we didn't deserve them. And those people, instead of wanting to be first, instead of insisting on their rights, instead of all that stuff we think we're owed and we deserve, instead of all of that, they humbled themselves to serve us. Instead of putting themselves first, they were in fact last for us. If anyone wants to be first, he must be the very last and the servant of all. Being first ultimately is about sowing a seed into someone else's life, a seed of gentleness and compassion. And to be first, we have to be last. If you want to be first, you have to be the very last, the servant of all, and leave a legacy of respect and gratitude and profound appreciation in other people's hearts. Being first is the thing that happens in their hearts when we serve them instead of what happens in our hearts when they serve us. That's the paradox. It's pretty simple. It's not rocket science, but it's one of those things we forget. In our busyness to make sure we get everything we deserve and then some, in the the me, me, me thing, we miss it. I didn't start discovering my true destiny in life until I resigned from my own little tin pot despotic role as my own pathetic little god and started serving others. It's something I'm still learning. And the amazing thing is, counterintuitive as it was, when I started to serve other people instead of myself, I actually started enjoying my life again. Not having to win each argument, not not having to come out on top, not having to be smarter or faster or better or brighter than the next person is a whole better way of living than always having to come first. Because all of a sudden, I wasn't trying to live this impossible life anymore. Life became a whole bunch simpler when I started to live the Jesus way. This peace and this joy and this rest started showing up in my life. I don't have to get angry every time someone doesn't meet my expectations. You know something? If anyone wants to be first, he must be the very last and the servant of all. But more than that, I discovered my destiny. I discovered that when I stopped trying to be first and having everyone serve me, when I in fact started to say no, I'll start serving them. I discovered I had gifts and abilities that God wanted to use in other people's lives. 
We talked about this the other week, and it's so incredibly satisfying that this double-sided transaction of giving and serving, first resigning from being first, from me at the centre of the universe, and to discover what it means to serve, the pleasure and the fulfilment, and then you know what happens? All of a sudden, in a whole bunch of people's hearts, we have a warm significance. We have a firstness, if I can call it that, that only comes when we become their servant. Jesus said it in a whole bunch of different ways, and it's a profound truth. I mean, he said it again in Luke chapter 9, verses 24 and 25, if you want to have a read. Whoever wants to save their life will lose it, but whoever loses their life for me will save it. Because what good is it for anyone to gain the whole world and yet to forfeit their very self? You see what we're forfeiting when we try and win, when we try and gain our life, when we try and be first? We're forfeiting our very self. In other words, this is such an important part of being the person we were meant to be and living out our destiny. We weren't made by God to be some little tin pot despotic God on our own. We were made to be his children and to lose our lives and in losing our lives to discover who we actually are. sharing the gospel with as many people as possible so they can experience a real and tangible relationship with God. So before I go, I'd like to tell you about our free daily devotional to help you be all that God made you to be. It's called Fresh. Each day you'll receive a powerful scripture verse together with some words of inspiration, hope and encouragement. And the best news is that it's completely free and delivered right to your inbox each and every day where you can choose to read, listen or even watch the daily video. It's completely up to you. It's God's word fresh for you each day. To receive your free devotional, just jump onto the website freshdevotional.org. You'll see the Fresh e-devotional sign up right there for you. As a bonus, I'll also send you a free copy of my e-book, How Can I Hear God Speak to Me? So head across to the website and sign up to receive Fresh. I pray that your heart will be touched and transformed as you draw ever closer to Jesus through his word. That web address again, in case you missed it, is freshdevotional.org. I'm Bernie Diamond. Catch you again same time tomorrow with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.